So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have an amazing, amazing guest expert lined up for you tonight. It is the one, the only, Alan Langer. He is going to be coming on here in just a few minutes. Oh, I can't wait. He's waiting in the green room anxiously saying, Brian, pull me up. Let's go. And we will, I promise, very, very soon. The Mind Body Business Show. What is that all about? It is literally a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And I put this together with the express interest in helping you. And what does that mean? Well, I only interview successful entrepreneurs on this show, and they come from all over the world. Uh, present guest is from the East Coast of the United States. I am on the West Coast. It doesn't matter the location. It What matters is their mentality, their level of experience, their willingness to share how they became successful with you so that all you need to do is take notes and model what they have done. Model is a fancy word for copy. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. Please, if you're doing that, stop. <laughs> and I say that because I've done that. It's, it's an ego thing. And once you uh, go down that path of ego, which most people do by default, it just takes a lot longer to get through. So um, work on ego. I continually work on it. I've all but eradicated it. And because of that, everything goes much smoother and much faster. The Mind Body Business Show it is about three pillars of success. I call them the three pillars of success because for over a decade, I started studying only successful people. I wanted to find out what the heck is it that makes them more successful than, say, someone like me. And what I found over that time, and these are people I either know personally, like I've worked with mentors, uh, prominent speakers, um, entrepreneurs, very successful, and learned from them directly. I've also learned from other individuals by reading their books, some that are still alive and with us today and others that are not. I've learned from podcasts and, and all kinds of different uh, mediums. But what I found were those three pillars. These three things just kept bubbling to the top, this commonality amongst very successful people. And those three things, you should be able to guess what they are by now. They are the name of this very show. Mind means mindset. To a person, they each had a very powerful yet even more importantly, a very flexible mindset. Body is literally taking care of one's body. Each of these successful individuals took care of themselves. You know, it doesn't mean that they were like, if they were a man, they were a bodybuilder like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his heyday. And if they were a woman, they weren't a supermodel. Um, it meant that they just took care of themselves. They exercised on a regular basis and they ate and drank things that were good for them. And then business. Business is so multifaceted, uh, could go on forever about business by itself. Because what I found is these successful people had mastered the skill sets that are necessary to achieve success in their business. And skill sets include those things like sales, marketing. These are two right off the bat that my guest expert is an expert on. He's coming on very soon. Uh, there's team building, there's systematizing, there's 
there's leadership. I mean, I could go on and on and on, and I won't, I promise. The good news is, so here's the thing, to master any one thing, no matter what it happens to be, if it's basketball, it could take half a lifetime to master it, to be like a Michael Jordan, a Kobe Bryant. It takes a long time. The good news is you personally do not, do not have to master every single one of the skill sets necessary to have a successful, thriving business. In fact, I will... I will challenge anyone on this one. If you just mastered one, one skill set, then the rest can fall into place and they will. And that one skill set I already met, I mentioned it just a moment ago. It was in that list. I hope you are listening. I hope you're taking notes. Uh, I will, I will reveal it. It is the skill set of leadership. The moment you have mastered the skill set of leadership, now you have the skill that enables you to delegate to all of your team and other people that you acquire on your team that already have those skill sets that you have yet to master. And now you delegate to them. That is one fast track to success. I mean, that's the, a great, huge tip right off the bat. We're going to move on, though, because I can't wait to bring Alan Langer on. And because of that, one of the other uh, great attributes I found in, in very successful people is they're also very avid and voracious readers of books. And with that, I like to segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Here we go. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yeah, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. And a quick note, please, for yourself, when resources are spoken, and there will be more, uh, especially when Alan comes on, write them down instead of succumbing to that itch or that desire to click away and go check it out. Because what I found from speaking from stage from years is that if you don't pay attention if the people in the audience aren't paying attention fully and they miss one golden nugget. It could be that one thing, just that one thing that could change their life forever. But they were off being distracted. I've seen people stand up and walk out to go to the restroom right in the middle of being up on stage when I know I'm about to hit that sweet spot because I know I'm the speaker. I know when it's coming. They don't. Uh, and it just I just so now I, I let people know, please time your bathroom breaks, do everything you can to stay in the room. And so that's what I implore of you today. Uh, I personally I'm running the show and I myself will be taking notes, writing notes on a pad. No kidding. So uh, that's my advice to you off of my soapbox. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. That is a website I literally had built with you in mind. And that is because I myself was not a voracious reader until about it's going on 10 years ago i was age 47 i'm approaching 57 and i started reading voraciously and i began realizing wow this is everything everyone said it would be and that is uh very life-changing in both business and in personal life and so what you see on this site is a collection of books that i personally have read completed them and so that means not every book i've read since that age of 47 is in this list and so what that means is you can have some assurance that these books will have some positive impact on you and your business and or personal life, because at least one other successful person has gotten it from that as well. So that's why I put that together. There's really no rhyme or reason. They're, they're not alphabetic. They're not by author. They're just, I slapped them in there, had them slapped in there as I finished reading them. 
and then um, just pick the first one that jumps off the page, acquire. This is not a money-making website, by the way. Those buy here buttons, those all go straight to Amazon. I may make a few pennies. I, I don't even look, to be honest. And it's not here for money. It's for you, for you to have a one-stop shop. Speaking of one-stop shop, we have that in the way of a particular gentleman who I would like to introduce to you right now. Let's bring him on. Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, the only, Mr. Alan Langer. Thank you, Brian. It was getting hot in the green room back here. I'm glad I'm finally on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to the staff about the AC in that green room. We'll, we'll get that a little better. Fantastic. How are you? So, uh, before we jump in, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping, then we're going to pick that beautiful brain of yours. Uh, up above Alan's left shoulder, it's on the right if you're watching this live or recorded video, you see that nice red stamp looking thing. That is the big insider secrets. They are the sponsor of this show. And by sponsor, what I mean is at the end of this show, everyone who's here live will have the opportunity to win a five night stay at a five-star luxury resorts. And it's all compliments of my good buddy, Jason Nast, who is the head of the Big Insider Secrets. I get to give away a, one of these vacation stays every single show because of them. And I appreciate that. So stay on. You don't want to miss wow. that. Listen to every word of Alan first wow. and write notes, but you do want to stay on and be there for that prize. And we have a couple more and then we're going to dig in. All right, if you're struggling with putting a live show together, and it's becoming overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Alan Langer and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to Carpet Bomb Marketing. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing system one that you'll learn how to absolutely master is the very service we use to stream our live shows right here and right now on the Mind Body Business Show. Over the course of um, over nine years now, uh, we have tried so many of these quote unquote television studio solutions for live streaming. And I'll tell you, StreamYard is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality you can start streaming high quality professional looking live shows right now for free all you have to do is visit that link that's on the screen remember to write it down do not go looking on a different browser tab stay on the show write this down ryp.im forward slash stream live one more time real quick ryp.im forward slash stream live that was for our podcast listeners and now the man of the hour I am so happy that you are gracing this stage uh, and you came on. You got to skip the line because we had a cancellation. I'm so glad because now we don't have to wait till months in the future. And uh, I love sharing. Yeah, I love sharing amazing, brilliant people such as yourself. And so I'm Thank almost you. done talking, Alan, I promise. But <laughs> this part is all about you. So I'm, I'm actually happy. Um, even though I'm talking, at least it's about you. <laughs> Alan Langer is a best-selling author sales trainer, keynote speaker, podcast host, 
and marketing expert that has close to three decades experience in the world of sales, content marketing, consumer influence, and what he calls the art of inherent human behavior. This is juicy already. His book, The Seven Secrets to Selling More by Selling Less, is an award-winning bestseller on Amazon, and he has been featured and interviewed on over 100 podcasts and radio shows. Okay, 101 now. His company, The Seven Secrets Center for Sales and Marketing, helps businesses of all sizes, as well as individual professionals, increase their sales significantly by training his proven seven secrets sales approach. Ooh, lots of secrets going on here. All right. Officially, formally, Alan Langer, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. So glad you're here, my friend. Me too, Brian. This is going to be fun. I'm looking, been looking forward to this. Oh, my. Yes. And uh, what I like to do, so again, the name of the show, obviously, Mind Body Business, I like to open it up with mindset, if you're okay with that. Um, what I like to do, so you're, you're very accomplished, you're very experienced, you're very successful. Uh, you train uh, individuals and companies all over, and that's awesome. What I want to know, I like to peel away the curtain. Let's take a step back and say, well, in order to be successful, as anyone can uh, attest to because of, of, those, of what you've been through, it takes quite an interesting kind of mindset to do so. What I mean by that is a very positive, powerful, flexible, because being an entrepreneur is not simple. Uh, a lot of people think it is. It's every day. It's there. There are things that are going to be uh, setbacks that you're going to hit. There are going to be hurdles that you have to jump every single day. There are challenges. So for you, Alan, I'm just curious, what is going on when you get up in the morning mm -hmm. and you're you're getting ready? You're coming. You're coming to. You're ready to take on the day. What is going on in that big, beautiful brain of yours at that moment that is going to power you through? the day and then you know what goes on during the day that just keeps you churning doing what you love to do well i think your mindset begins like for me i try to get my mindset ready for the morning the night before like i i really try to organize what i'm doing so when i wake up i'm not thinking about all right what am i gonna do today what do i have to do where i get let me let me look at my to-do list you kind of get a little haphazard then you get your coffee and before you know it an hour has gone by and now you're scrolling on your phone we, we all do it um, I like to get my stuff ready to go. And then when I wake up, ju I just know what I'm doing. And uh, here, here's a little tip that right off the bat to write down. What was a game changer for me for my days, for my time management? I used to have a to-do list just like this. You know, everyone has a to-do list, a whole list of things. And you put your to-do list down for the week and then you just start going through it. And, you know, you got usually put the top five there that are most important and you get to the bottom. But Sometimes we skip those top five, right? And we go to, we start at number eight because that's the easier one to yeah, do. And then, you know, but we don't have any, uh, there, there's no, uh, th there's nothing behind, there's no impetus to do any of them except that they're sitting there. So I actually started putting each one of these on my calendar with a time to start and a time to finish. Ooh. So now I know that on Monday, I'm going to do numbers three and number seven. And I'm going to do number three from 10 to 1130 and number seven from five to six. And what it does is from a mindset standpoint, my day is successful because I got the two things done that I wanted to do. I didn't waste any extra time doing it or, or I devote all of that hour and a half or whatever it is to the side. And then 
the next day I do the next two or three things. And by the end of the week, your to-do list is done and you're never stressed about it because it's on your calendar. So that's kind of how I set my mindset where is everything is, is in front of me. I try to be as organized as possible. And then the obviously is the attitude. You know, the, they say that the only thing you can control, you can't control anything else. You can only control how you react to it. And that's really what it is. If, if you react a certain way, uh, you'll, you'll be successful. Brother, that is a <laughs> heck of a way to kick off the show. I am telling you right off the bat, we are dropping bombs of wisdom, knowledge bombs, smart bombs, because you're the first. I, I, I used to use this uh, for fitness. I, I used to have a fitness uh, business and I would tell people the only way or not the only way, but one great way to keep yourself accountable is to schedule in your workouts on your calendar. I have never heard anyone talk about putting their to-do list in a calendar. That is genius. It was a game changer. Simplest thing in the world. It was a game changer for me. It really was. Yeah. I mean, just having a to-do list, if you don't have one, will change a lot of right. things going forward. But what you just did, like the arduous ones, the ones you don't want to tackle, you put them in there. What, is it? I mean, tell me, tell me, Alan, how gratifying is it to be able to check that sucker off when you finished it? It's so gratifying. And here's the thing. It's like when you have a meeting like this on your calendar, you you show up for it. So when you put that arduous task on your calendar, you just, all right, it's 11 o'clock. I wrote on my calendar, I'm doing this and you do it. And it's not like, because if you don't have it there and you see it on your to-do list, you procrastinate. We all do it. It's very rare that there's a, that rare person that doesn't procrastinate, that does their to-do list, you know, boom, 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 boom. But when it's on your calendar, something about that accountability that it's written, it's right there. I got to do it. And, and really, I just get so much more done. Yeah. And if you, uh, I use Google Calendar and if you mark it as busy, that's valuable, valuable mm -hmm. time because mm -hmm. that's the time you're not taking a sales call or a strategy session or working with a client. So you're going to take it, at, you're going to, it's like having more skin in the game. It's like you spent money mm -hmm. uh, that you need to, you need to finish that sucker. I love that. That is a great idea. It, it's, it's so true. I have it. I was just looking at my to do list today yeah. and I looked and said, I only finished half of what I set out to. I will, though, say I knew I put quite a bit on there that I <laughs> was, was setting myself up for maybe failure. But because stuff happens during the day and I just you know how you, each person knows how they operate. But that is that's genius. That is awesome. You want a second uh, layer to that? A, a little please. sub layer? Yes. Another thing that really helped me was let's so so in, in, in my world. I, I, uh, I have things to do, like I have proposals to send out. I have I have training to do. And I also have a lot of interviews and content stuff. So instead of just having a bunch of like when I do my podcast, instead of just having a bunch of days scheduled for my podcast, I said, OK, Tuesdays and Thursday are my podcast day. Monday is a work day. Wednesdays and Fridays, I'll do interviews. When you actually start to silo your day into one thing, you're not all over the place anymore. And your mindset, go back to mindset, is okay, today is a podcast day. My mind is on my podcast all day. Tomorrow is a work day. My, my mind is on sending out proposals. Thursday is an interview day. My mind is about properly doing an interview. Rather than having an interview and then a work call and then writing a proposal all in the one, all in the one day, you're just not as, as sharp as you would be when you keep your mind focused on one thing during that one day. That's another great tip. Uh, and oh, I'm so glad you brought up the whole thing about podcasts, about people, you know, who does that? Very few mm -hmm. will spend the time, you know, doing the prep work uh, for the for the show and be ready and prepared. And 
Yeah, I was just asked this question the other day um, about what what was one of the biggest mistakes I've seen, and and I'm talking about live shows, but podcasts are the same. And that was just I told them what I've seen over and over and over is simply lack of preparation. I agree and with you 100. Just the guest that comes on, but just that they haven't practiced, they haven't set a strategy, they haven't set you know a sequence. Uh, that's consistent in their podcast or even something that can be switched out. It's just kind of willy nilly and, or they'll, they'll have a list of questions in front of them and you can tell they have them because they'll jump right into it without yeah. any, it's <laughs> no conversation. So my next question to Alan is why is the sky blue? Uh, you know, <laughs> it would just, there's no setup. There's no time to give you that moment to ponder. Uh, and so it takes, it takes some, it takes time. Not everybody's perfect out of the gate. Oh my God. How many times? Your first podcast you were ever on, whether you hosted or you were a guest, Alan, what would you give? What kind of grade would you give yourself? Oh, probably a two. It was terrible. Out of 10? Yeah, two out of 10. I mean, it, it, yeah. I, I mean, because I'm a public speaker, at least that helped. But yeah. I still, yep. you know, there was I was talking over the guest. I wasn't prepared as, as much. My background was terrible. Yeah, it was just it's a learning curve. Um, but if you're serious about it and you stick to it, you get better at it. And podcasting is really, um, it's a big part of my my business and what I do. Ooh, we're going to definitely circle back to that one, my man. Because, <laughs> you know, the podcast, some people think it's a fairly new thing. It's actually a very old technology. Uh, in fact, I liken it to a car, an automobile. Do you remember, Alan? Not very many people will. And I don't know if you're old enough to remember this either, because I don't want to presume anything. But do you remember... Back in the day that the radios were like AM and FM, if you're lucky at FM, and mm -hmm. they were push buttons and dials. Do you remember push that? buttons and dials, yep. Oh, yeah. That, that is what podcasting is to today's technology. The cool thing, though, is it has been, it has been phenomenally um, responsible for businesses crushing it. Mm -hmm. And only uh, somewhat recently have I been hearing about this surge. And it's like, this is one area all of you listening want to get into, whether you become a host, which I, oh, I highly recommend you do that, mm -hmm. or become a guest. I recommend you do both, but at least be a guest. Uh, it's going to reap rewards if you follow certain strategies and you stay consistent. So I can't wait to talk, uh, peel your, uh, pick your brain a little more on that. Um, my goodness. So uh, when, when it comes to business, the best thing to do is to go for the quick kill, right? To get that big sale, uh, make the big money. I'm being very facetious here. And, um, <laughs> and, and pocket that cash and then run and never see your, your uh, client again. Don't support them. And I'm totally kidding. But I wanted to find out from you, Alan, uh, what has been your key? You know, it, it takes time to develop a business, to develop systems, to develop something that works. And it takes constant revision, constant iteration constant uh improvement but mm -hmm. for you what has been if you can coin one thing the best thing for you that has helped you to achieve long-term success clarity the clarity in your business what i see out there today are most businesses are not clear their message isn't clear um you know i, I i'm a big proponent of the donald miller story brand uh workshops and and how and 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 his method methodology and what he, he he taught me once and i'll never forget it and that's how i approach almost every business i talk to your marketing material and your website needs to say three things or answer these three questions 
within eight seconds of someone visiting your website. Those questions are, what do you sell? How can I get it? And how's it going to make my life better? That has to be on the first page. And they have to read it within five to eight seconds. If they don't answer, if those three questions aren't answered within the first five to eight seconds, they're off to the next website with, with today's attention span. And I would say without exaggeration, 85 to 90% of websites do not answer those questions. Some of them, we've all been on them. We go to a website and you get so frustrated because you don't know what they sell. Or if you do know what they sell, you can't figure out how to buy it or how it's going to help your problem. But you think because you did a Google search, it might help your problem. But and then you get so frustrated and you're, you're scrolling and then you're like, oh, let me find another one. You go back to Google search and all of a sudden it's 20 minutes. And, and, and it's because the websites aren't giving the information to the consumer that they need mm -hmm. to do. So for me, and, and I struggle with this at the beginning as well, what, clarifying my message, what am I actually doing? What do I do for my customer? When they look at my LinkedIn profile, when they look at my website, do they know instantly how I can help them? Do they know instantly how they can contact me? And ever since I did that and, and made sure that this is what I do, that's when my business started to take off. That is phenomenal. Um, I, I've, I have actually experienced that so many times. I'm sure others have as well, where you go to a website, you know what you want, you find it. You go to the website and like, where the heck do I go to buy this? Exactly. Right. <laughs> With some it, button. Like, and somewhere like in the coaching industry, even then I'm looking for, okay, you probably want to do a strategy session. I don't see it anywhere. Where do I, where do I do that? Mm -hmm. You know, and then you look everywhere and it's like, are, seriously, do I, I literally have to go down and click on the contact button, the fine print on the bottom, <laughs> email you and say, how the heck do I work with you? It's like, you know, that, that should be a sign right there that maybe that's not the right uh, corp, um, organization to mm -hmm. work with. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I look at those little things, those things always add up or they subtract from the likelihood of my moving forward. So I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Clarity. That, that's fantastic. So what three things, what it is they sell, how you can get it, how you can go buy it, acquire it, and how is it going to make your life better? Mm -hmm. How's it going to solve your problem? Because it's all about the customer. Yeah. The other thing is your business is never about you. Like here's a big mistake people make on LinkedIn. The, the, the LinkedIn in, your, in that real estate that they give you, which is not a lot, they have this wonderful little spot called the about section. What yes. does everybody do? They talk about themselves. I don't care about you. I want to know how you can help me. So the about section is not about you. The about section is about your ideal customer or client. And the more times you can put you and your instead of me and my in your about section, the better you will be, the more people will contact you. It's just simple as that. You know, it's coming. You know. <laughs> Wait, is there a record number of, of bomb drops on this show? <laughs> You're the second person that's asked the first one, the very first show I ever did that on. It was a young woman, uh, I believe it was Didi Wong, and she asked me, she goes, You should keep track and see who wins for the most. <laughs> she was competitive because uh, I was wearing that button out, and yeah. then I don't do it as much as often or as often as I did in the past, but um, when it's warranted, I just press it because it yeah. works. Uh, because it, it's it's so my gosh the things you're talking about people I, I hope they're taking notes I've got a full page already 
<laughs> and the thing is, you just hit the nail on the head, Alan. And and I've heard this many times, but I, and others may have heard this many times. But have you done anything about it? Have you gone and changed your bio? Have you mm -hmm. gone and changed your website? Have you have you actually taken action? We're here sitting, listening, and learning. But are you doing? And then take it another step after you've done it to really ingrain it deep. What would you do? You do what Alan does. You teach it. Learn, do, teach. Uh, those are the three keys to really solidifying it into our noggins because, you know, mine's pretty thick and it, it's hard for things to get in there. Uh, but once they're in, they can't get out either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So knowing that entrepreneurship is super simple and it's perfect and you never make a mistake. And now that you're where you're at, you just can swing in a hammock on the beach with an umbrella drink and just watch the money keep pouring in on autopilot. Yeah. As we all know, that's completely false. It doesn't work that way. It takes continual, nonstop drive, effort, work. Uh, yep, I said that four-letter word, didn't I? So along the way, uh, we do things that don't work. <laughs> and I hope that people, a lot of you, all of you, are doing a lot of things that don't work. Because the faster you get past the things that don't work, the sooner you'll get to those that do. Mm -hmm. So make a lot of uh, mistakes fast. That's, that's my opinion. Uh, but for you, Alan, what would you say would be one of those things that caused a big setback that really comes to the front of your mind that you learned from? That's the most important part about any mistake or quote unquote failure is not that it happened, but what did you learn from it and what did you do to pivot from it? So what would that be for you if you could think of one? Well, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to think of one. Like I, I, I was thinking <laughs> about that question because some people have you know oh I, I hit rock bottom i i was bankrupt and then you know that was that one thing because i i invested in this and so that's that one thing for me i genuinely think it was a cumulative effect of a lot of little mistakes and trying to fix it from there but but if i had a hone on one area that i realized that where i was making the biggest mistakes is when i would purchase a course or buy a book i would i would finish most of them and I would never put it into practice. Mm. And when I'd made the decision to stop buying every course I could find, you know, I, I'd be in three or four different courses at once and say, okay, I'm going to do this one course. And then when I'm finished, I'm actually going to put the things into action. That's when things started working for me. Because this is, a, this is an actual statistic that's in my book. 96% of courses that are purchased, business courses that are purchased, are never completed. And it's a billion dollar industry. The 4% of people who complete those courses and read those books are the most successful people in the world. But all of us are so impulsive to buy stuff and we never finish it. So that would be that would be my thing is, is finishing a course and, and putting it into action. I love that. There is one of the key reasons there are so few that are astronomically successful. Yep. Um, and I say this a lot, like, and I, I've done the same thing, uh, Alan. I can't tell you how many courses and uh, CD packs and well, going back to cassette tapes, I've done that. Mm -hmm. um, all these courses I bought, I'm excited to get home and I end up putting them on a bookshelf. And I say, I'll get to it and I'll get to it. And then the next day comes and I got things to do. Oh, I see it there. I'll get to it. And then suddenly I've forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. So I like to say, you know, so a lot of those would be like self-help type uh, tapes and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you don't want your self-help that you purchased to become shelf help. <laughs> 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 just, I like that. That's a good one. 
I like that. <laughs> but it's so true. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I was in the middle of uh, crafting a webinar that I had learned how to do from an incredible guru expert that very few people have ever heard of. There's a long story behind that. And I got 90% done. And then another thing came in that looked even better. And so I shifted and pivoted. The cool thing is I was able to later integrate what I learned on that webinar and complete it and use it literally yesterday at oh, wow! <laughs> it was like, I did it. I completed it. It was phenomenal. Hey, we got a couple people chiming in. Jason Ness saying, woot, woot. <laughs> there we go. Then hello, Toya. How are you doing? She's Hi, another Toya. And it was Jason again, state. Yes. Wait, there's more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we do appreciate and, and love comments. So keep them coming. If you have questions uh, for Alan, maybe you've seen the little uh, ticker growing across the bottom that says that, yeah, ask questions either of Alan or myself, but mostly Alan, he, we're here for him. Uh, he's the genius of the hour by far. And don't forget, stay until the end because we're going to give away a phenomenal five night vacation stay. And, and something from me too. And that's right for me. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, three things. So that's four unbelievable, amazing, tremendous and stupendous prizes <laughs> and joys. And you know what? That's not even the real juice of everything here. It's what this guy's saying and has been saying since we went on a little over 30 minutes ago. And that is what you want to really hone in on. Listen to it. This is recorded. You can play this over and over. I recommend you do that. Uh, I like in this show, Alan, and I like your opinion on it. I mean, you've been on it for just a short period of time. You've had a friend that's been on it. Uh, but I like in this show to something like a seminar uh, where you would pay money to go to and learn the tips, tricks, and secrets that help you get to that next step. It's, it's like a seminar with one caveat. There's nothing for sale. There's no mm -hmm. back of the room, uh, usually. I don't mm -hmm. usually have things for sale. Sometimes a guest will come on that was so compelling and say, tell me what you got to sell. <laughs> no, but um, so I like to let people know, you know, this is a free show to, to view and I've contemplated making it uh, charging for it. And I said, no, those that really want the information will come and grab it and they will take it and run with it. I hope so. Write down everything this man's saying. That's Alan Langer. And um, don't just write it down and put it on your shelf in a notebook. Then look at it, review it the next day, the following day, put it in your calendar. Like Alan Langer does put it in your calendar. do list, put it on your to-do list, put it in your calendar, make a commitment to it and get it done, get it done. So a couple of action steps, just in case you need help. One would be go look at, look at your LinkedIn profile. Is it about you or is it about them? And remember mm -hmm. the super powerful uh, juice behind the words, you and your put those mm -hmm. in throughout your description uh, and your website. Does it, does it match the three criteria? Within, what was it, seven or eight seconds of someone going to your website, yep. will they know what is it you're selling? Will they know how they can get it? And will they know how it could make your life better or their life better? Yep. So there you go. You've already got homework. So I hope you guys uh, are getting <laughs> it. And, you know, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, reaching back out to each one of you. Now they're afraid to comment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Jason, uh, perfectly. I so agree. Always keep a notebook handy when listening. Oh, to you and your guests. I just I didn't read the last part, but yeah, I keep this this bad boy. So this is called the Remarkable Two, and it is remarkable. Oh, and I've heard about that. Is it good? Yeah, electronic notepad. It's not a computer. It's amazing. I've got hundreds of pages of notes on this little thin electronic gizmo, 
And uh, every show I've done, uh, well, since I got this thing, uh, I write my notes on it. I used to print out the pieces of paper and, and write notes for every show. But yes. Oh, Gene Bernier. Is that how we say that? There are a lot of knowledge bombs dropping here today. Great conversation. Thanks, oh, Gene. you know what? I think, I think what Gene is asking for is to see something, maybe, maybe something like this. <laughs> I mean, come on. We were led. We were led into it. So you like that, don't you? <laughs> I do. I, I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm just a kid at heart. I love cartoons. And, um, so now we talked about, you know, what were some of the biggest mistakes or hurdles. Now let's switch that. Let's flip it all the way around. And, you know, when it comes to being successful, a lot of that is, you know, when we feel successful, a lot of that is due to what emotions are going through our, our mind at that moment right? It's, we are emotion being, emotional beings. And so if you can think about one time in your business where, oh my gosh, that just happened. That was phenomenal. That was like, oh, I finally got there. Whatever it was for you, what would you say to date? Because there'll be more. Mm. What has been what you would call the most satisfying moment in your business to date? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, mentioned two of them because my career has gone from full-time salesperson to now full-time entrepreneur and each one of them has had that one moment but what's unique is they kind of blended together because the one moment that i had when i was a salesperson led for me to be the entrepreneur wow. so so the the salesperson moment was when i decided to write my book so I was working for, I was selling windows and doors. Uh, I think most people know that. I was in-home selling. And the company I was working for, I was i was uh, their number one rep for many, many years. But the year previous, the year that I was in, I think it was 2016 or 17, I, I finished second or third place. I didn't finish first. And for me, that was, I mean, it was still a good volume, but it, what, for me, I was just awful. And I had a bad personal year and it was just things were awful. So it was January 3rd of 2017. And 18, I go into this brand new coffee shop in my hometown and I'm walking up to the counter and I'm just feeling lousy. I'm just like, man, what a terrible year. And on the counter, the woman who owns the co uh, this coffee shop named Shannon, amazing woman, had this box of cards and they were called Q cards. They were black cards with a big Q on it. And under the Q was a prompt question like, what was the nicest thing you've done last week? Or when did you last call your mother or stuff like that? So I reach into this box of about 300 cards and I pull one out and I look at it. You know what it said? It said, what would you like your legacy to be? Mm. And that punched me in the stomach because I knew right there that one, I was a writer at heart and I had this sales book in my head for years. I had outlined it. I had started. I stopped. I started. I stopped. And I realized right there that my legacy, I wanted it to be, I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to get this book done and I wanted to start some sort of teaching. So I made the decision after I got that card, I called my boss and I told him I'm not running any morning appointments for the entire year. He almost fell off his chair. He said, that's one third less income for you and one third less income for us. And it was a lot of income. I said, I don't care. I need to do this. I need to schedule my mornings to write my book. So I started writing my book on January 3rd of 2018, every single morning in that coffee shop. And I finished it on May 31st of that year. 
And when I finish that book, when I type that last sentence, I can, I can say this, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cancer. I'm a vulnerable guy. I went into my car and I sat in my truck and I cried because for all my life, I wanted to write a book and I finally finished my book. Mm. And here's the, here's the thing that the culmination of that, that entire year I ran, I think it was 164 less appointments than I ran the year before. And I sold a half a million dollars more in revenue. And I was named the national sales rep of the year, running 33% less appointments than anyone else. And it just opened up my whole world of sales is not about numbers. Sales is not about quotas and volume and, and, and just beating people over the head. Sales is about feeling good about yourself and helping your customers. And when you do that, more is less. I mean, sorry, less is more. You just become so much more successful because you're much more of a happier person. So that would be my story. I can't resist. I can't. <laughs> I mean, you got to get is. a different color plane or something every now and then. <laughs> it is one golden nugget. That's actually a good idea. It's one golden nugget after another. <laughs> Maybe we'll put up a poll. What other color of planes would you all like? I mean, bombs are typically black. Uh, most yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I mean, make, yeah, everything you said is just unbelievable. This, I love the fact that, you know, you made that commitment. I think it, it triggered something in the brain. And this, I hear this so many times where some people won't work. They'll stop working 40 or 60 or 80 hours a week, a week and, and start paring it down. And suddenly they become more successful. Mm -hmm. You think, why is that? Well, they're not as strained and stressed. There's a lot of reasons. I'm sure they're more focused on what they're working on at that moment. And maybe it was just because you decided to make a commitment to something that you have never done before. You know, that well, I you also, I also know for a fact that this is just what I believe that when you're in your happy place, when you finally find that place that your soul and your heart is happy, you're just going to going to attract good things and good things are going to happen to you. And when I write, I'm like I said, I'm a writer at heart. Good things happen to me. I'm always I'm just in a better mood. Um, I'm not stressed. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And trust me, I'm not saying writing is like, you know, milk and milk and honey every day. There, it, there are some really tough days, but it's still what I love to do. And what I also love to do is teach and train. And obviously I became really good at selling. And so now it was taking my writing love and saying, well, let me figure out what I'm doing here that makes me so successful in sales and put it in a book. And it, so I brought the two together. And, and that's why I'm convinced that that year was so good for me because it just was, I was in the right place, electromagnetically, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. I so agree with this. I so, I mean, it's such great alignment with it. Literally just a couple of days ago, I was in one of those not so happy places uh, due to an interaction that, that just threw me. I just, one of those, I didn't expect it like bam mm -hmm. and threw me and it, it affected me for the rest of that day and half of the next. And uh, I didn't want it to, but it did. It's nothing, you know, it's just, you are who you are. Mm -hmm. And what happened then that evening was, Everything turned around. I had one of the greatest uh, things happen in, a, in quite some time. And it just changed everything. And that was literally yesterday. 
Oh, <laughs> and good for you. The cool thing was, so it was a very short period of being in a, in a bad space, very short, a, a day, maybe less than a full day from end to end, and then back to being me, which I like that much better, happy and go lucky and, and just crushing it. And then I remember walking around today and I'm talking to my wife and saying, you know, it feels like it's Friday today. You know, not like there's any days, but it's like, oh, it feels free. It feels like a weekend. And mm. I go, and it's show night. You know, tonight is show night. And that's usually like, like you were saying, you dedicate your mind to the show on that right. night. The podcast, whatever it happens to be. And I thought, I don't feel that at all right now. I feel I'm so happy and, and I just so, feel so free. And I got... And I looked at my to-do list that I told you I had earlier. I had a lot left to do. <laughs> it wasn't bothering me. I was in that yeah. space. I totally get what you're saying because now you're free to crush it on anything you have left to do. Uh, you're free to crush it when you're talking to other people and your relationships, building them with business, your personal, everything. Mindset is so key. That's why the, the first word of this show right up there is mind. So completely, totally agree. Doing a time check. We're getting there. My goodness, I don't like to get this uh, this close. That a good, uh, powerful question is. So you, you've had a lot of success. You're doing things now that you like to do that maybe you weren't in the beginning. So I guess if you were to change things up, if you were to start over from scratch, if you got the opportunity and said, "Alan, I'm going to give you a big old reset button. You get to start over." What would you do different than you've done already in your career if you were able to start all over again? I I would, if I had to start over again, so I didn't start my career in sales. I started in my career in marketing and fundraising for college athletics, which I absolutely loved, um, but there's no money in it. And so you, you know, you can love something for a long time, but if you're not making any money, it, it does become a little difficult. So I would say to the people out there who don't consider sales a career and for some ridiculous reason, it's still not considered like you don't find it as a, a viable career that people talk around, talk about around the dinner table. It's almost like a, a four letter word. I'm not going to talk about sales, <laughs> um, but if you're I, I tell my son this, he's 20. I'm like, get into sales early. Because even if you spend 10 years figuring it out, you're only 30. And then when you start to kill it, you can make a lot of money. But more importantly, because it's not about money. If you get into something that you really love to sell, you're helping people. And there's no better joy in the world than helping someone, having them just love that you help them, and then getting compensated for it. I mean, what what's better than that? You know, the, the worst thing you can do is put some wool over someone's eyes or, or do something underhanded and sell something. And then you can collect the commission check. I don't know how people sleep at night doing that, but if you actually genuinely help somebody with their problem and, and you happen to sell that product, man, that makes me, that just jazzes me up. And I, and I'm like, I would have done that for free and I'm going to get paid for this. That's crazy to me. So yeah, I, I would, I would have started this in sales in, at, at 20 years old instead of when I did, you know, 30 years. I, you know, I think that's incredible advice to everyone. And, and back then, I can go back and know that even if I knew everything I knew today and I could do that and restart at 20, oh, yeah, all day. But mm -hmm. starting over and be the way I was, would I trust myself to take that leap? I hated rejection, and most humans do. But yeah. I mean, I, I just could not stand it in any way, shape, or form. So that was mm -hmm. tough. 
Uh, but that is phenomenal uh, advice. And uh, the only way to, to get used to rejection is to do it, is to just do it and do it over and over. And then you will be okay with it after you get past the first 500 calls. <laughs> right. And, and, and the problem with rejection is look, it's looked at very negatively. It's look, and, and, and you get rejection and you get objections because of what you're doing with the customer. You know, I have in that, the bio you read that, you know, the art of inherent human behavior, human beings act a certain way. We're all, we're all, we're tribe animals. Our brains act a certain way. There's, there's chemicals in the brain that are going to react. And they said no to you for some reason along the way. And it's usually because you followed a sales pitch and you didn't listen to them for the most part. That's usually the reason. But even if you did everything and there's a great rapport and they said no, that just means they're not ready to buy at that time. It's okay. There's, there's stages to the buying process that reps don't understand either. They think everybody's ready to buy when they talk to them. And that's not true. So right. you have to under, you just have to understand that you're there. How can I help you? Are you ready to buy it? If not, how can I help you get to that point? And then you become their, their, their ally rather than their adversary. Cause people look at salespeople as, as, as enemies really. Yeah. And there's a, there's a really great book um, on that whole topic. And I wanted to pull it up real quick. And I want to get to your business as well. Uh, and that's called Go For No. And it's uh, mm -hmm. uh, Richard Fenton and Andrea Waltz. Andrea was on this show some time ago. And we had a nice chat about that. But that would be a great uh, read for anyone that has that trepidation about doing sales and getting those those, um, those no's. Uh, that's a, another good resource. Not everybody agrees with the, the approach, but it's uh, at least it is an approach. And if you go use it, I think uh, you can get a lot farther uh, faster than normal. But what I want to do is talk more about the seven secrets center for sales and marketing. And I want to find out from you, Ellen, uh, what type of people, uh, business people, at what level uh, are they in their business that you and your your business deal with, your organization? Who do you who do you work with? Who do you help and how? It really is. If you sell something, I can help you make make yourself better. Better, but I have been working with small businesses up to very large corporations and training their teams. But because of COVID and and the absence of going in in person training, I ended up the last year or so training quite a few individuals, doing you know eight to twelve session coaching sessions, not only about sales and sales calls and and how they do things, but um, really setting up their business. How, how do you, you know, you fix your LinkedIn profile, fix your website because it's when I came up with the seven secrets center for sales and marketing, I did that because sales is not on an Island. A lot of people think sales training is just come in here and teach us how to sell. And my first question is sell what? <laughs> and then my second question is how did your customer get in front of the salesperson? because that's a journey that most sales reps don't pay attention to. The marketing that got them to the sales door, once they open the door, is your language in your sales presentation going to match the marketing language that got them there? Is this go for no sales program or is this challenger sales program? There's so many different sales programs out there. They're, they're almost like one size fits all. It doesn't matter what you sell, just do this and you'll sell better. And I don't agree with that. I think it has to be customized to your business, to your product and to how the marketing got that person there. So that's that's why I, I put them two together because they, they have to coexist for you to be successful. And 
I was going to ask a question, and as your website is scrolling up, I just got the answer. The, the steps to improving your sales are right there on the screen in order is basically schedule a conversation with Alan and his team. And then uh, from there, implement the seven secrets sales system. But do and you see what it says right under there? After a thorough evaluation of your existing sales process, I'll create a customized plan based on the seven secrets. So it doesn't say, I'm just going to teach you the seven secrets. I'm going to look at your whole process. And what I normally discover is, okay, well, you're having trouble with this sale because the website's not explaining things properly. So the customer's not set up for that conversation. So I find all of these things and then we kind of fix it all together at once. And then I'll train you really well on how to sell that particular widget. That's what I love is it's customized. It's, it's customized. Yeah. One's personal uh, situation, their business, what they're selling and uh, everything that goes with it. The marketing assets, increase your sales and feel better doing it. Use story. Emo oh, yes. Using story, emotions, personal connection. Yeah. And that's another thing that I notice a lot of people miss the mark on is they just want to talk about the benefits and features of the product mm -hmm. rather than the actual emotions that are evoked by the product being used by people successfully. Mm -hmm. uh, as an example, or not using the product and how that adversely affects their emotions uh, is another way to go at it. Um, yeah. And you'll, yeah. And sell with integrity, increase your sales. Yeah. And feel proud. And you don't feel like a used car salesman. You're, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's my opinion is if you have something that helps people that helps serve um, and help individuals, it's your, it's your responsibility to get it out there to those people. It's your responsibility mm -hmm. to exchange their money for your value. It's your responsibility because if it truly helps people, holding it to yourself and not, not doing everything you can to become the best salesperson you can be by going to Alan Langer and having that discussion, <laughs> schedule a conversation. How do you do that? That's clear. I saw that clear at the top. There's buttons throughout. Schedule a conversation right there. Just click on it. Um, what can someone expect when they do that, Alan, when they get a uh, schedule a conversation? How's that conversation go? It, it pretty much goes, you know, like what I was just mentioning. I want to talk about first. I want to find out what they're struggling with. And it's usually something pretty specific, like I, I have trouble presenting my price or I don't know how to write a proposal or my clothes. You know, I'm only closing 20 percent or things like that. You start to peel back the onion from there and let them just kind of tell you what they're what they're why they're having a conversation. Why did they schedule the conversation? Um, sometimes I'll get a call from a VP of sales or a sales manager saying, tell me about your, your program. And they're surprised when I say what I just told you, because they're expecting, okay, I'm going to teach you A, B, C, D, and E, and your guys are all going to sell better. I'm like, no, I'm going to, we're going to crack this back all the way to the marketing side, to the website side, and then see everything going forward. And they like it because it's kind of unique because it is customized. Um, so that's the conversation they'll have with me is let, let's take a look at what you're struggling with. And I can get very specific. I, I do just pricing help, you know, people two or three sessions on let's get your pricing straightened out. Cause that's the number one question I get is how do I present my price? Every sales rep, the, not every sales rep, the good ones aren't the average sales rep. Every average sales rep is afraid of price. They're afraid of presenting yeah. their price all the time. And they seem to undervalue what they're selling and put mm -hmm lower price tag to it. I, I, present company included, I've been there, done that, <laughs> yep. got the t-shirt. And I've gotten more and more open to people telling me you should charge more. I said, okay, how much? 
I'll do that. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could, it's funny. Sometimes when you make that switch, you increase the price, you make more sales. Correct. It's, it's amazing because people now value it more and say, oh, there must be something to this. If it's, if it's 2000 instead of 200, hmm. Well, here, here's, here's an analogy. Let's say you needed a, a, I don't know, let's say you needed a therapist and you go on psychology today and, and, you know, Brian is there at $95 an hour and Al's there at two ninety-five. Who do you think's the better therapist? Yes. Exactly. Automatically you think me, but I only went to school for a year. You went to school for 10 years. They're still going right. to me because I'm charging two ninety-five. But you're a lot smarter than me, so you're still better. <laughs> That's I'm the cool human behavior side of things right there. I love it. Yes. And so for our audio podcast listening friends, the website we're talking about is allanger.com. So that's A-L as in Allen. So short for Allen, it's Al. And then another L right after that for Langer, L-A-N-G-E-R.com. All together is A-L-L-A-N-G-E-R.com. And that's where you can go. Uh, so go write this down and visit that after you're finished listening uh, to your podcast. And for those of you watching live, write that down and visit it after this live show is over because we yeah. do have Woo, we're getting to the end there, buddy. So wow. I did promise everyone that we were going to give away some gifts. We got a bunch. We got four of them. And what I like to do, uh, Alan, is um, I close each and every show very similarly. And I, I ask a very heavy-hitting, wonderful, amazing uh, question of each individual. And uh, I just I found that the responses have been amazing. And it can get a little personal. It may take some time to think of an answer. You may get it right away, whatever the case may be. But before we do that, I did promise everyone that I would reveal. We're going to get four things here, so hang with us. But first one is how you can win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Compliments of TheBigInsiderSecrets.com. And I'm going to put it up on the screen for you to now write this down quick because we're going to move through these fast. We're getting at the bottom of the hour. And here it is. Now you you can now take out your phone and take your gaze away from the show just for a moment. That's if you're not watching on the show or on a phone and bring up your text messaging app. And from there, what you want to do is where you would type in the name of the person you're going to text a message to. Instead of that, put in this phone number. It's 314 314- 665-1767. Write this down quick. 314-665-1767. And then where you would type the message to that person, usually on the bottom part of your app, you know, where you would put emojis and things like that. No emojis, just two words separated by a dash. And those two words are peak. That's P-E-A-K dash vacation. No spaces. So that's peak dash vacation. Send that off. And what I want you to do is keep a little bit of an eye on that phone because you're going to get an automated response asking you for your email address. This is an automated system. And so once you supply your valid email address, you will then officially be entered to win. And we will announce that winner after the show this evening. Once we have tallied everybody and a random drawing has been occurred through our system. So go ahead, do that right now. And then as I pull that away and bring back our amazing guests, this Wait, so can I can I, I can I hit the button and send it in? <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm, I'm yes. disqualified. <laughs> you're not. 
In fact, I have had guest experts. I, I can see you in the green room and I see them <laughs> typing away all the time. It's a random draw. It literally is random. And yes, guest experts are um, eligible. All right, I'm hitting, I'm hitting the send button. There we go. I could use a five night Great. stay. And so here's a beautiful lesson right there in its own right. Alan Linger is an action taker, right? He had already <laughs> and put all that stuff in. And then he showed integrity by asking, you know, basically in his own way, asking, can I do it? And yeah, the answer was yes. If he hadn't done that, he would have never been able to even uh, venture down. He would not have been entered into this contest. He may win. He would not I'll have donated to someone if I win. How's that? To, to it, a listener. Up to you. Completely all up right. to you. I've had, I'm not kidding. I've had guest experts win this. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, and then now we're moving over to your gifts and I'll put up on the screen. Uh, so you can, um, describe those a little bit, what it is you're offering to the fine folks of this sh uh, show who are watching. Well, not as exciting as a five night vacation, but I'm going to take, uh, what I normally do at the end of, of a guest appearance is I usually do three the first three emails I get from anyone listening will get a free signed copy of my book mailed to you for free. Uh, so we'll do that for the first two people. But then the third email I get, sort of like the old radio days, the 10th caller, third email I get uh, in that order, we'll get a free one hour consultation, sales consultation, business consultation with me, whatever you want. Uh, so get those emails to me and let me send some books and give out a free uh, consultation. And there it is, Alan at allanger.com. Alan is A-L-L-A-N, by the way. It's an unusual spelling. I've seen it before, and I've seen a single L and A-N as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. So it's Alan, A-L-L-A-N, at allanger.com. So yeah, Alan Langer was taken, unfortunately. <laughs> of course, right? Alanlanger.com was taken by a, by a, uh, a rugby player in Australia, but believe it or not. <laughs> It's funny. I my uh, mine was taken Brian Kelly by uh, a musician, a pianist, and I'm like, man, come on, who are you? <laughs> That's all right. So I, I just jammed my middle initial in there, and that one was available. So whatever. There you go. Um, but yeah, Alan at allanger.com. Third person to email him. Look, do it. Do it now. Open yeah. up your email app. Do it right now. Email him. He's not going to come back to you and give you a hard sell. You can already tell. No. Listen to this guy. He's here to help you. He he said it. I've got it. The last two things I wrote down that I got from him is helping someone at the very bottom. Helping <laughs> someone. That is what this man is about. That's what drives him. It's obvious. Uh, and that is what I found, Alan, which is amazing, is most entrepreneurs uh, like yourself, successful ones that come on the show, that's what drives them. It's not money. And you've said that. Yeah. Look, it's okay. Money is good. I hope Alan rakes in massive boatloads of cash uh, and becomes incredibly wealthy. And why would I wish that on him? Because I know he will take that and scale his business and help more people. That's how he's built. That would be so the plan. You want people like Alan out there helping more people. It just makes sense. So instead of saying, oh, well, I don't want Alan to make all that money. I want to make the money. There's enough to go around. <laughs> the people that have figured it out that are helping people now, kill it, crush it. Now they can come back later or right away and help you to do the same. Look, mm -hmm. it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But what if you could get there quicker? What if instead of taking, I don't know, 10 years, we could bring that down to three? Stuff that 
you know, what Allen is offering you can make that kind of drastic distance and uh, difference. I'm not saying it takes three years, even with Allen's, it's just a, it's just a metaphor, but what about reducing the amount of time by more than 50% and getting to the, the result to the finish line? How much money is it costing you not to reach out to someone like Alan Linger? That's the question you want to ask yourself. So just email him, enter, get that book. And, oh man, I want to be, uh, so I'm going to email. I'm going to email. <laughs> don't worry. I'll send you a book. You don't have to email me. <laughs> no, I want the one hour. <laughs> yeah i want them both actually so yeah um definitely uh everyone email and, and put in the subject line maybe say the mind body business show something to let him know yeah i need to know that you came from the show you can't just say give me the book because i've been on <laughs> i've been on three podcasts this this week so uh there's been other offers out there so i'll need to know what show you came from okay good it's good glad you brought that up so yeah put in yeah. the mind body business show in the subject line that just that's that's good enough and just say yep. pick me <laughs> yeah exactly but it'll it'll be just based on the sequence that comes in it'll be the first four uh three actually mm -hmm. right first three books yep. in one hour consultation correct all right fantastic well we are oh my gosh we exceeded the time but that's the beautiful thing i'm not paying for studio time we don't have to get kicked out but i do want to respect everyone's time who's been watching hanging on to the end i appreciate you I can't wait to see who the winner is for the big prize. Uh, but now it's time for that wonderful end of show question. The heavy hitter. Going to clear the screen, get it a little cleaned up, and get ready for this big question. So, Alan, uh -oh. the cool thing about it is there's no such thing as a wrong answer. It flat out does not exist. It's just it's exactly the opposite. Is The only correct answer is yours. That's all that makes this personal. It just, it's unique to you. So it's not like getting into your personal business at all. Well, maybe it depends on your, on how you respond to it. It's up to you though. It's okay. all up to you. Uh, and the thing is, if it takes you five seconds, 10 seconds, a minute to come up with the answer, that's okay. If it takes you instant, that's okay. Because it's your answer. It's unique to you. So all right. let all the pressure's off. And now you're going, holy moly, what the heck is he going to ask I've known about this question for three weeks now. So it's, come on, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the one that's been uh, redacted on your sheet. Exactly, right. Yes, little tease there. Yeah. Um, all right, so are you ready? I'm ready. Fire. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. Alan Langer, how do you define success? How do I define success? Success to me is finding that happy place that I spoke about earlier, finding what you truly love to do and doing it unselfishly, meaning I firmly believe that when you put yourself in that place, everything else in your life will fall into place. Because the energy that you're putting out there will come back to you. So I define success as being in that place that um, you just know that's where you're supposed to be. When I'm behind a computer screen and I'm writing, I know that's where I'm supposed to be. Uh, I know when I'm helping someone do something that's going to make their lives better, it's where I'm supposed to be. One of the, one of the things that I live by 
is not only that legacy, what would you like your legacy to be question that I now have on my wall, but everyone is faced with the decision during the day in, in quite a few different situations, but especially in a selling situation. When you get to make that decision of, do I do something that's eh, kind of sketchy or do I do the right thing? Always do the right thing. What is, ask yourself, what is the right thing to do right here in this moment? What is it? And sometimes in sales, it's not making the sale. Sometimes in sales, it's telling that person they don't need your product rather than just selling it to make a sale. When you can get to that point in your life where you're confident and comfortable in doing that, to me, that's success. I, I don't need anything else. Mm. You know it's coming. There it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Alan Langer, ladies and gentlemen. He is the man that we've been interviewing all evening, dropping all kinds of wonderful smart bombs, knowledge bombs, you name it. We've got uh, we've got some people coming in a little later that showed up, and I, I have to bring him up because this is my friend Dennis Nermella from China. He from lives China. in China. Awesome. Yes. Welcome, Dennis. Yeah, he's moved to China. He's an educator there. Uh, he's loving it. It's amazing. I love watching his lives and getting updates from him. That's been phenomenal. And I wanted to real quick, I know we're out of time, but you know what? It's our time. We can do what we want. And just for people, uh, one last time, be sure to email Alan and enter to win and get his book, and I'm going to bring it up on the screen real quick so you can get an idea. That's what it looks like. The seven secrets to selling more by selling less. And I love it because he literally lived that very thing by taking fewer appointments for a full year. Actually, he didn't have to do it for a full year uh, to write his book. And as a result of having fewer appointments and being more focused on writing his book and being happy, getting in that happy place that he said is his definition of success, he was able to make even more sales, just like mm -hmm. his book says. It's funny. You were writing about it, and it was happening at the it same time. Absolutely. Isn't that yep. amazing? Huh? Yep. I wonder if maybe that has something to do with it. The ultimate <laughs> guide to reinventing your sales life is the subtitle there in the red. So be sure to email him at alan at al or sorry, at allanger.com. I'm going to spell it as I'm doing it. Alan at, a, at allanger.com. And Alan is still two A's and two L's. And then uh, Al Langer. So you're going to have two L's together on the domain name part of it as well. So be sure to do that. Please do yourself a favor, everyone who is watching this um, live, especially live because it's the first, the first three only. So you got to be quick. Do it now if you haven't done it already. And now we're going to close up the show by just saying how much I appreciate you for spending your time with us uh, here tonight, Alan, for shedding your wisdom with so many people uh, that are going to be able to take this and change their lives for better. And that's what it's all about. That's what we love, why we love to be entrepreneurs, because truly at the core of any successful entrepreneur, it, what I found in the th almost three years of doing this show, that's the common denominator. They're just here to help. That's what drives them. And to get paid to do it, now they can help more people. It's amazing. So thank you, sir. I appreciate you. And, well, uh, and I want to thank you for what you're doing because getting you know your guests every week um, is helping people. So you should be proud of what you're bringing to the world as well. So thanks for having me on. 
Thank you, Alan. My gosh, it's a love fest. He's my bro now. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. This is the amazing Alan Langer. Uh, On behalf of him, I am Brian Kelly, your host of the Mind Body Business Show. And until next time, we're coming back. We'll be back very, very soon. We'll see you all again at the very next show. Until then, so long and be blessed. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.